Rupert Murdoch doesn't eat humble pie. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! with my weekly Breaking the Sound Barrier podcast. Now, we're joined by a man who has published perhaps more than anyone in the world. I suspect under that criteria, perhaps Rupert Murdoch is the most widely published uh, person uh, on earth. People say that Australia has given um, two people to the world Rupert Murdoch and me. That was WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange when I introduced him in London recently before a crowd of about 1,800 people in East London's Troxy Theatre. Two days later, the Millie Dowler phone hacking story exploded, and Murdoch would close one of the largest newspapers in the world, his News of the World, within a week. On Tuesday, Rupert Murdoch claimed before the British House of Commons Select Committee on Culture, Media and Sport that it was his most humble day. But what does it mean for a man with no humility to suffer his most humble day? The principal takeaway from the committee hearing must be simply that Rupert Murdoch is not responsible for the criminal activities under investigation, from police bribery to phone hacking. When asked if he was ultimately responsible, well, take a listen. Mr. Murdoch, do you accept that ultimately you are responsible for this whole fiasco? No. You're not responsible. Who is responsible? The people that I trusted to run it, and then maybe the people they trusted. The monosyllabic denial stood in stark contrast to his rhetorically nimble son, James Murdoch, frequently reminding the committee that he was not present at News of the World during the dark days of hacking and bribing. James used more words to say essentially the same thing. I know nothing. The performance for now seems to have worked. No, the buck doesn't stop with Rupert Murdoch, but the buck sure roll in nicely. News Corp's stock price inched up throughout the day. The Murdoch's apparent success in the hearing might be attributed to the stone-faced lawyer sitting directly behind James throughout, News Corp executive vice president Joel Klein. Klein's a new addition to the executive stable at Rupert Murdoch's media empire, hired, according to a News Corp press release, as a senior advisor to Mr. Murdoch on a wide range of initiatives, including developing business strategies for the emerging educational marketplace, unquote. Klein formerly was deputy White House counsel to President Bill Clinton. More lately, and more likely germane to his hiring by Murdoch, was Klein's tenure as chancellor of New York City schools, the largest school system in the U.S., serving more than 1.1 million students in more than 1,600 schools. Klein, under Mayor Michael Bloomberg, undertook controversial restructuring of the school system. My colleague at the Democracy Now! News Hour, Juan Gonzalez, who's a columnist at the New York Daily News, the main competitor to Murdoch's New York Post, consistently documented Klein's failures as chancellor, reporting on countless parents and teachers who long ago grew weary of his autocratic and disrespectful style, Juan wrote. Klein's attempt to shutter 19 schools in some of the city's poorest neighborhoods was reversed by the New York State Supreme Court. Claims of improved performance on standardized tests made under Klein's direction were shown to be based on inflated scores. Less than two weeks after his hire was announced, News Corp bought a privately held company, Wireless Generation. Murdoch said of the $360 million purchase, when it comes to K-12 education, we see a $500 billion sector in the U.S. alone which is why one of the leading education tweeters, Leonie Hampson, a New York public school parent and executive director of Class Size Matters, is concerned. 
she said on Democracy Now! With all the allegations about phone hacking, etc., cetera, uh, we really have uh, concerns about the privacy of New York State and um, students, because uh, anyone who has access to that information uh, will have to guard it very closely. And um, secondly, uh, the whole issue of no big contracts is one that we have concerns about because obviously we want to have taxpayers get their money's worth. We don't want to open up the public coffers wide for the Murdoch companies to make money off of our kids. New York City public schools have already granted the company a $2.7 million contract, and the New York State Education Department is close to granting wireless generation a $27 million no bid contract. News Corp has announced the formation of a Management and Standards Committee that will answer directly to Joel Klein. Klein sits on the News Corp Board of Directors. He'll report to fellow board member and former fellow Justice Department attorney Viet Din. Din was Assistant Attorney General under George W. Bush and a principal author of the USA Patriot Act, the law that, among other things, prompted an unprecedented expansion of government eavesdropping. According to recent Securities and Exchange Commission filings, Din and other directors lined up on July 3rd to sell off stock options, with Din netting about $25,000 just as the scandal broke. News Corp is far from a news corpse, though the term is sadly relevant. With the initial expose of news of the world's grotesque hacking of murder victim Millie Dowler's voicemail, giving false hope to her family that she was alive. The FBI is now investigating whether Murdoch Papers tried to profit from hacking into the voicemails of victims of the 9-11 attacks. U.S. journalists must now dig into News Corp's operations here to expose not only potential criminality, but also the threat to democracy posed by unbridled media conglomerates like the Murdoch Empire. I'm Amy Goodman with Dennis Moynihan.